Here is another extract from Voltamum's recent roundtable event, which focused on the Internet of Things. Here, we are asking the question, are we doing enough to make sure that sellers can stop dangerous devices being sold in shops or online? We talked earlier about the importance of educating the consumer, the user, the wider industry out there. Now, a lot of these devices uh, that are going to be connected are going to be sold in the high street or potentially on market stalls. They're going to be of possibly dubious provenance. Don't know what the figures are for the counterfeiting industry, you know, the stuff coming from China or other places. It's huge. We have out there not the industry standards bodies, but health and safety. We have in the UK, I'm sure um, you know, other countries as well, what we call trading standards, consumer protection, who will look for counter devices, who will raid shops, market stalls, whatever. Are we doing enough to make sure that these people, again, who are often underpaid for a very responsible job, that they're up to speed in terms of spotting possibly dubious devices? or possibly dangerous devices, or that have security information loopholes, privacy loopholes in them, uh, that are now starting to appear in shops and uh, offices and uh, online. Does anybody have any thoughts on that? I think we have to distinguish between um, what is the Internet of Things today. If, it's, if you have a, a Lightify product or a um, Philips Hue, okay, you have a couple of light points and uh, you manage it uh, through your app. You can, as a consumer, you can do this uh, yourself and you go and you buy a product and you have a shop or on High Street and whatever you want. Then comes this other stuff that is maybe you want to connect uh, your television to your light bulbs uh, and every time uh, somebody scores a goal, you want the light bulb change. <laughs> gets more challenging maybe, uh, but still, uh, you, you still uh, manage to do this. But in the end of the day, if you really want to have a um, solution that is uh, changing people's lives and then again, other examples are, for example, monitoring the health uh, status of people and you know uh, uh, being uh, being proactive, finding out if they have low blood temperature, low blood pressure, if they can fall. These are more complex uh, systems that somebody needs to put in place. It will not be the you and me. Well, uh, maybe you are me certainly no. not. We're capable of doing these things. So it comes back that you need professionals that do this, and then again we talk. Well, we are from the electrical industry, are the professionals that do the job are the installers and the contractors. Mm -hmm. yeah. So in the end of the day, uh, talking about training and education, these are the people that need to be trained and educated. And I think it's, it's, it's a massive, massive mm -hmm. impact uh, because again, wiring up some, um, some switches or putting in a, a circuit breaker, something that they were doing for the last 40 years. Now, yeah. they're moving from, uh, from, uh, from metal and plastic to uh, and wiring cables to some software, you know, they, they move to a, a PC device and uh, mm. work with this. And I think it's, it's, it's a complete um, different uh, profile that uh, capabilities that they need to have to, uh, to meet this, uh, this demand. I, I remember my first <laughs> job in uh, doing in-house markings at the very early 80s, putting put together uh, with some real experts, basically a training course which we took out to our engineers who ran airports in the Gulf and did various sort of electronic stuff. These guys came up with valves and suddenly it was the world of computers and you know, laser printers trying to explain that to valves and this and that and 40 watt solving arms and you know, get into these brands, Sonics, REF, it's, it's difficult. But um, that, that said, I think there is a, a kind of ethical background. I've often said that it's been one of the pleasures and privileges of my career working close with engineers. Engineer, engineers are trained not to lie because when engineers lie, people can die. You know, a lot of other professions are, are, are very, very different. I, I was this funny story, I, I believe when Electricity first came into the home, people would put a little cut. Do you remember that story? Under 
under the sock, so they could collect things that fell out of it. And I think you know we're kind of in the same place right now. Is something we're trying to work out televisions. what do we do with IoT and you know that's something, something on television's first. Yeah, yeah. You know there, there was old grannies who watched the TV like that, so they got an equal exposure to the radiation. Exactly. Yeah, but I do think what what you said is very important, which is a lot of the things that we offer into the market, even in the B two C environment does require professional installation. Mm -hmm. And uh, okay, fine, you can buy Nest or something and stick it on your, easily install it without a problem. But a lot of the other products that we're talking about, because it does involve power and electricity, we, you know, we typically use what we call our eco-expert partners, who are people that are very, very well trained in that area. Um, we don't have an absolute open, call it, uh, distribution model. Uh, because we want to be sure that the people that are touching those things and installing them are doing it in a sort of safe way. Mm -hmm. Just yesterday I was in Ashby and we have a uh, training academy there and it's, it's quite fascinating. We've, we've sort of you know kitted it out with all the various things. It's a real environment and we actually invite our customers to come in mm -hmm. and train people. We invite local schools to come in and have a discussion and demo and I think it is about training and awareness because the more we can educate young people about what this is all about, then the better I think we will be as an industry. And then of course we do have to allow people smile and I am for sure in terms of what we need to do on consumer protection. I mean this is no different from food coming out of places where we know most real issues and deaths. So it's almost the same thing in some ways. I think one of the more interesting areas is the areas like connected uh, wearable devices and mm. healthcare. You know, we're seeing such a proliferation of new apps. Mm. That the, I think the government actually acknowledged they cannot regulate this space because yes, there's yes. more apps arriving um, per day than they can actually cope with. And then you can compare that with, say, Babylon, which is one of the fastest growing apps, which is, you know, for anyone who doesn't know, it's a virtual GP service. They are getting thousands of new subscribers every, every week, every month. So every day that the government uh, procrastinates on these issues about regulating new apps, the actual demand for them is going up um, exponentially. So it, it, it's, a, it's a very interesting space that the onslaught of new apps is actually going to exceed the ability for anyone to, uh, to, to regulate. But if again, if I make the uh, analogy with lighting and maybe just turn it around as to what's possible, you know, we know we have an app that can control the light. We can make it any colour you want and it can go up and down and left and right. And yeah, if this, then that. You know, you can do, if this happens, then that happens. That's, that's a very popular phenomenon. But the latest thing is you can download a virtual book from Disney that tells the story to your daughter at, um, at bedtime. And you can actually just flip through the pages of the book. And as you do, the light changes in accordance with the story. So she came out of the green forest, the lights go green. She met the dragon, the lights go red. And then she got married, got the white, and all these kind of things. So that's a really, really nice integration of you know, a, a device and an enhancing experience. And then of course, when the story's told, the light gently goes down to actually encourage mm. your daughter to sleep. And then in the morning, it gently encourages her to come awake again. But you know, so my point is that yeah. whilst area of regulation on new apps and internet things is, is uh, a, a real challenge, there is this upside of you know, experiences which uh, um, we, we should hold back on. I think also something new will evolve that, that um, interested people will investigate, okay, what are these things communicating? The German newspaper, an article about a TV that you could control with your voice, but it would send home yeah. also everything that's going on in the room, and of course I, I think 
more and more people are buying the stuff, getting protocol analyzer and see what it really does and then write an article about it. Which is good. Which is exactly which is which is helping which is helping really for, for those things that are really in consumers' hands. Yeah, and as I say you can certainly see this in terms of the age difference. Uh, you know, I mean, teenagers by, you know, have been designed by nature and, you know, years of thousands and millions of years of evolution to be promiscuous. You know, it's why we're here as a species. You know, we're, our ancestors have bred everybody else. You know, unfortunately, if you're going to be promiscuous, you've got to learn to do it safe. safe. Yeah. I will say, coming back to the question asked earlier about power plants and rail, and when you start to get critical infrastructures, I think we have to be very, very good about ensuring that the usage is around enterprise grade. So a number of us you know, are putting a lot of money into investing in technology that is harder, let's say. I won't say anything's impossible, but harder to get into, right? And so you know, whether it's you know, your connected car devices or whether it's a path plant that we're connecting. I mean, if a, if a utility loses its, its, its ability to actually uh, distribute, that's a huge issue. And it's not just about the cost to the utility or the cost to the government, it's actually our lives at stake. So I think we've got to be very careful that in, in, well, in things that we communicate uh, uh, to, to our own employees and others, that, that enterprise grade is the key, right? So you know, in business to business, for sure, but I would increasingly say in B2C as well, enterprise grade will ensure that our security of the systems is stronger than if people just use stuff that's available with no R&D whatsoever. And I think this is where we've got to be careful about stuff that comes in through gray markets and various things where you can't be sure that that is what you are actually installing is real. And I think part of Baltimore, in fact, to some extent, you know, I think things that go online, when you go on Amazon and do a search for a UPS, for example, by the way, you could find a UPS way cheaper than potentially mm. I sell it. Mm. But you're not sure that that UPS is really going to stand up when you need it. Right? So I think there's also just a bit of awareness of us as consumers and users to not, because for the sake of price alone, mm. take on things that actually security-wise are not going to be able to stand up. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you have any questions or want more information, then please visit our website www.voltimum.co.uk Goodbye.